0: Yay. Hello. Hello, everyone. And welcome back to your favorite podcast. It's called Stop the Internet Podcast.
1: Mm -hmm. I'm your host, Kelly. And I'm today's guest host, Rebecca. I feel like you're
0: co-host. Co-host? Okay, yeah. I didn't want to
1: overstep. Oh, my God. (laughs) You
0: could just say host. I feel like you are just a host. Okay. Honored. Yeah. She's Rebecca, the host, and I'm Kelly, the host. Wow. I love this for us. I'm- I don't want to get emotional, you guys, but I love this podcast so
1: much. Same. <laughs> I can't believe we're doing it. Podcast, podcast, podcast. podcast. <laughs> I don't even get the
0: reference, but like, I'll say it. It's so fun doing the podcast. So thank you so much
1: for listening if yeah. you're here. Well, we have a special treat today. Oh, yeah, we do. We have a very special treat. It's coming. It's for us. Stay tuned. Wink. <laughs> you haven't been here for a while. I know. So should we do a fact? We I thought about this the other night and now I forget. I think it had something to do with pickles. Oh. Do you like pickles? Hey, this is really going to bother me because I (laughs) literally was falling asleep and I knew we were recording today and I'm like, wait, this is going to be my fact. And now I can't remember. Okay, sure. Pickles. I like pickles. I do too. And I actually just changed one of my prompts on Hinge and I thought it was basic at first because it's like, I'll know we're compatible if, or like something like that. And then my answer is if you give me all your pickles. Oh. And I thought like that was basic, but it's getting a lot of action. Because everyone's like, I'll give you my pickles gladly. Oh, And I okay. also, like, dead-ass mean it. I'm like, I can't date someone who likes pickles because I just want all the pickles.
0: I sometimes think about that when if you meet someone and you have, like, opposing preferences. So if you meet someone and their favorite wine is not your favorite mm-hmm. wine, I'm like, that's perfect. That's perfect, yeah. Yeah, because mm-hmm. you can have your own bottle and <laughs> I'll have mine. But if we have the same one, yeah. i like, you're really going to drink mine? <laughs> (laughs) And then I think about that with like food sometimes, too. Yeah. I'm like, yes, you will have your own and you will never take mine. Like, that's so perfect.
1: And a pickle is just such a quintessential example because every restaurant gives you one pickle.
0: That is a good example. Yeah. I recently traveled for my sister's birthday. And when we arrived, our whole group got lunch and I received, I think, four pickles.
1: Are you the pickle girl in the
0: group? I feel like I'm typically not, but oh, okay. I guess a bunch of people just didn't want mm. them
1: that day. Who doesn't want a pickle? I don't understand. I know.
0: Here's a fact about me. <laughs> when I was younger, I didn't like pickles, but I liked the taste of pickle juice on a burger. Mm. So you know how when you order a burger, they just give it to you with pickles? Yeah. I would obviously take the pickles off. Right. Not obviously. I would take the pickles off because I didn't like them at the time, but I liked the pickle juice that was left. Yeah. So for years, I would order the burger with pickles and then squeeze the pickle juice onto the bun interesting yeah and then toss the pickles and then I did start liking pickles over time but I will
1: still squeeze the juice out Mm. so it's like in the bun this is so odd it is so good though it's just a little odd but I respect it because I just love like a briny salty flavor yeah so I'm like right now I could literally eat a whole jar of pickles I just (laughs) always am craving salt okay OK, we'll
0: bring them down when our treat
1: arrives. Well, we should um tease our mukbang, too. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Coming soon.
0: Yeah, so we're actually going to do a mukbang. And we don't know what to eat in yeah. the mukbang. So if anyone has any suggestions or favorite foods for us to try, we're huge ramen girlies. Yeah. So we might do ramen from a really great place in Philly. Mm-hmm.
1: But open to suggestions. For some reason, I picture Taco Bell. Really? Even no, I've had it maybe three times in my whole life. OK. But it just it seems like a mukbangy spread to me. I don't me. know if I love Taco Bell. Can we do okay. tacos? Yeah. Philly has... If we do it in Philly, they have so many places. Yeah. For good tacos. That is not Taco Bell. I mean, we could try Taco Bell. I just, like, picture it in my head being Taco Bell. OK,
0: let's do it. Why not? Or we can do multiple why. things. Yeah. Multiple things. OK. okay. Yeah. yeah. So that'll be on our YouTube channel Sometime. at some point yeah. in the next year.
1: <laughs> yeah. OK.
0: Today... We're talking about money,
1: money. Mm, some of you better buckle up. Cha-ching, cha-ching, bling, bling, bling. <laughs> yes, queen. I got a whole lot of money in this. Yeah. You know that song? Mm-hmm. <laughs> in this mother ever. Should we jump in? Money, money, money. Let's go. Make it rain. <laughs> Let's start with the most controversial one to really piss people off. True.
0: I am going to be- We're s- on one today, yeah. by the way. I am going to be such a hypocrite today.
1: Every time I talk about money, I become a hypocrite. Same. I'm really going to have to like check myself. Yeah. Before I start. Yeah. Spe- spewing my <laughs> opinions. I just am so
0: money driven and I don't think that's a bad thing. I am money driven because I am freedom driven and I want to be able to give back and help people. Yeah. And I think that money is a tool and it's a very, very powerful tool. Mm-hmm. And that is why I care about it so much. So yeah. do you need money to be happy? Maybe not. There are things that are free. That will make me happy. But I think that if you have money, I heard a rich person say this one time. Actually, it was Casey Neistat. He's a really famous YouTuber. Wait, yeah. yeah. I used to I'm watch like, I him. Can, yeah. yeah. I was like, I can say his name, right? Okay. Yeah. He said, when you don't have money, every problem you have is based around money. Yeah but when you do have money you still have problems but a lot of them are can be easier to work through or something like they're not about money like you do still have problems But when you don't have money, every problem you have is about money. That's a good. That's what he was basically saying. And I was like, I could see that. Yeah. 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 And it's such a privilege to be able to talk like how I'm about to talk about money, by the way. Yeah. Yeah. I do not want to sound ignorant to anybody else's financial situation. Yeah. But there are sometimes that I listen to podcasts where they're like or where I hear people be like $3,000. Like this girl I went to college with one time we were watching like Judge Judy or something. Mm -hmm. And the case, it's civil court and the cases have to be within a certain amount like dollar amount or they would go to a higher court but this settlement was like three thousand dollars or something and I remember this girl was like three thousand dollars is not even a lot of money why are they doing all of this and I was like three thousand dollars it is yes yeah to uh, I would to think most, most, people. most people it yeah. is and I was like if someone stole three thousand dollars from me or owed me three thousand dollars in my business I'd be going after them too yeah
1: same. same. Also, just the
0: principle. Even if you don't think that's a lot of money, because it's like if it costs way more than three thousand to like settle the yeah. claim. But just the principle. The principle. Yeah.
1: Yeah, that's true.
0: So anyway, gonna try to be open minded on this. Yeah. Same. Episode.
1: Diving in to cash.
0: <laughs> Maybe this will be controversial. I'm like, I want to pick a controversial one. So we'll see if this one is... Am I the asshole for refusing to buy my husband an expensive car, even though I have the money? My husband, 35 male, and I, 30 female, have been married for the past 10 years, and we have five amazing daughters together. Because of that, I dropped out of college, and I have been a stay-at-home mom for the past 10 years when we had our oldest daughter. My husband is the breadwinner, and I take care of all the chores and childcare. While my husband earns quite a bit of money, which allows us to live comfortably, he is also obsessed with budgeting, thus I typically only have enough for household expenses. For the past five years, I've been working on a series of books. I've been writing everywhere I could. Five minutes here, five minutes there, and while I sacrificed a lot of sleep, I've managed to finish my series, Unbeknown to my husband. I've kept it a secret because he always considered it a waste of time.
1: Oh, I don't like him. Oh, already. already, This
0: is (laughs) okay. It was tough, but I managed to get an agent and was incredibly lucky to get a deal to have my series published. I was ecstatic. And when they told me how much my advance would be, I almost fainted. It's much more than I expected for a first-time deal. It's in higher five digits. I haven't told my husband yet, and I had to borrow money from my sister to get an accountant. Ideally, I want that money saved up should something happen because I honestly don't know the details of our home finances or for our kids' future. Whatever will needed plus I love to have some spending money without having to ask my husband Greg. However, Greg found my contract and he is now demanding I get him a new car for Christmas, a very expensive new car which would cost a majority of my advance. I politely refused saying that he didn't need a car that expensive and that money was supposed to be saved up. I tried to explain my position but he wouldn't have it. He basically called me an asshole without actually using the word. He said that because he supported me all these years I owe him and without him and his money i I wouldn't be where I am now. He's told me that I either buy him a car or I have to start paying for household expenses half and half. The thing is, I would still be a stay-at-home mom. I don't know if my book will be a success. For all I know, this will be the only money I will ever get from my book because it'll flop. Am I the asshole for not wanting to buy my husband a car even though I have the money?
1: No, screw him. This sounds like divorce to me. Yeah. This is bad i feel like my advice is going to be more relationship based than money based me too this is bad this is very very bad okay do you want to take it first i just well first off like the surface level issue of the car thing like no you do not owe him a car because it's your money yes see now my mind is going in so many directions but i feel like thus far he's treated his money like his money Mm -hmm. so you should treat your money like your money right because didn't she say, like, she only gets enough from him for, like, household? Yeah. First of all, that's messed up. That's crazy. Um, So y- there's no reason that you should be so free with your money. Yeah. If he's out here hoarding his.
0: This is crazy to me because I've been seeing a lot of TikToks recently about like a stay at home wife or a stay at home mom. And then people will comment and be like, why are you buying this? It's not your money. Like you're out here using your husband's money to go shopping while he's at work and your kids are at school or like whatever. And it's like if you come to an agreement in your marriage that one person is going to be the breadwinner and one person is going to be the stay at home parent, that money is no longer the breadwinner money yeah it is equally both of your money because you agree to that arrangement yeah and if you want your partner to stay at home and watch your kids five of them Yeah. Five. That's a huge sacrifice. Yeah. So I saw a lawyer talking about prenups recently and she was saying, like, obviously you don't have to plan to get divorced, but if you're planning as a woman to get married, you should have a prenup because think about all the things that you're going to sacrifice to be a mom, to be a wife or whatever. Like, you're going to have to sacrifice your body for nine months. Like, obviously, that's a goal of a lot of people. Like, it's not something that's just terrible. But that is a sacrifice, and you have to sacrifice time to devote to your kids while your husband is at work. Like, you have to sacrifice a career if you want to be a stay-at-home parent, regardless of your gender. So that money is not his. No. Just because he's the one getting the paycheck. They agreed to this arrangement. It is both of their money.
1: And arguably, her job is harder. Yeah. To stay home with five kids who are all young. Mm -hmm. People say that all the time, like, being a stay-at-home mom is not a walk in the park. Yeah. And like, I mean, the five kids thing. You know, obviously, that's a lot of kids. But even if it was one kid, like right. if you guys, like you said, made the choice, both of you for one of you to stay home, mm-hmm. then the person out there, you know, making the money has to understand that, like, it's both of your money then. Yeah, because exactly. you both came to the table and said, like, one of us is going to stay home. Yeah, exactly. So you can't hold it over that person. I saw
0: a TikTok recently and I don't know if it was a joke or not, but the girl was like, a day in my life as a stay-at-home wife. Like, they didn't even have kids. Mm -hmm. and people were like stay at home wife like spending someone else's money and she was like no we made an agreement he's gonna work and make a lot of money and I'm gonna remain hot and I'm gonna be (laughs) a devoted wife to him that's the arrangement that we made. that's the compromise we came to so I'm gonna go and get my hair done get my makeup done go to the gym go to Pilates I'm gonna look hot and we're gonna split the salary that he makes
1: yeah if that's the agreement you have there's nothing wrong with that
0: exactly and I'm like I don't know if I would want to give up working for that, but that sounds pretty great. And if someone wanted to offer that to me. Pilates all day. Sign me up. (laughs) Yeah. I'm like, no job, but I just get endless spending money. It doesn't sound like a bad gig. No, it doesn't. I feel like this person's problems, though, are not rooted in money. It's not rooted in your agreement that you came to with your husband. I think your husband is an entitled asshole that doesn't support you. Yeah. I feel like that's the facts of it. Because if you have a passion for writing like you do, and for the past five years, you had to hide it from your husband because he shames you for it and he belittles it. He makes it seem like this is something that doesn't matter, that will never bring you success. Your partner in life should not be shaming you for your passions, whether they make money or not. They're healthy for you. He should be saying, wow, babe, that's amazing. And keep doing it. Do it whenever you want, you know, as long as it's making you happy. Yeah. Why is he shaming you for writing books? Would he be shaming any successful author for
1: writing? Right.
0: Like they all started in the same place you're at now.
1: Right. Right. What does he do for a living?
0: Yeah. Like, who the hell is he? He probably works for, like, the banks. Yeah. <laughs> Freaking banks. No, that's I don't know, crazy. I would be yeah. so mad if someone who is supposed to be my life partner, companion, your rock, the person you have to lean on, if they were just shaming me for something yes. that I was passionate about and something that's such a healthy thing to be passionate about.
1: And so much time and effort you put into it when you don't have time. Like, she said she lost yeah. sleep. She took five minutes here and there, like that's a lot of effort. Yeah. As a mom or just as a person.
0: And now, once you became successful with this passion that he ripped apart and shamed you for for the past five years, he's not saying, Oh my God, babe, like I can't believe that I said all that. Like I'm so sorry. Like I can't believe I undermined how amazing you are. Like do you yes. know how hard it is to get a book deal? Most people Impossible. who want to be a writer will never get an agent, let alone a publishing deal with an advance. Right. So the fact that she made it even that far is something to celebrate. And he still thinks that he's in the right. And he wants like a Tesla probably. Yeah. No. Oh, instead of apologizing (laughs) for being like, I'm sorry, I didn't support you up until now. Like, how can I support you going forward? He's like, oh, well, I make money and we share it. So now you're making money. So it has to be shared with me. And it's like she has supported you through your career and that's why she's entitled to your money. You didn't support her through her career. In fact, you tore her down and discouraged her from following the dream. So why are you entitled to that money?
1: And it doesn't even sound like she's that entitled to his money at all. Like it sounds like he budgets to the point where she can have like a grocery fund. Yeah. (laughs) But she's not out here going to Pilates. Yeah. Household items is what she's allowed to have. So this sounds like a very backwards relationship I would focus Focus on that, yeah, but first, and then, yeah, something needs to change here. It's yeah. not looking good. Oh my gosh, wow! You know, it's easy for me to drop
0: the D bomb <laughs> divorce, but I don't think I could live
1: like this. No, and same. I feel
0: like a quote that I've heard about money is that you know, how a lot of people say money is the root of all evil or money makes people evil. I think money just magnifies who you truly are so if you are a really great person and then you get rich you will give back and help other people and use money as a tool but if you are already evil and selfish and you get money that's just going to be even more magnified yeah so totally and if you're flashy and then you get money you're just going to be even more flashy so I feel like this guy maybe isn't the best guy in the world with the best morals and this money is magnifying that and i also feel like he was using the money as like a power tool over her before definitely
1: he's insecure that now she has some power yeah with her own money that's probably maybe more than he has currently yeah he needs to figure that out
0: yeah yikes I don't like either that she can't talk to her husband even about something as simple as getting an accountant or knowing how much money they have.
1: Yeah, that's weird.
0: Like, I really feel like him not giving you enough money for personal expenses or telling you how much money they have or whatever, like, this is a form of financial abuse, I feel like, Mm, because he's using this to control her.
1: Yeah, Definitely. Which I hate. Okay, we're gonna go get
0: our treat and then we're gonna move on to the next story.
1: <laughs> <laughs> wow. We're back with our
0: special treat. Too bad the treat is just for us and not for our listeners.
1: Sorry, not sorry. Unless you like
0: ASMR of mouth Wait. sound.
1: I hate ASMR, but I can respect people that like it. We'll just push the microphones really far away while we eat.
0: Okay. Or I'll eat while you're talking and you can eat while I'm talking. <laughs> okay. Okay. Finishing the story. I just think that the husband sucks. And he does. the money is just what's showing you. Yeah. hmm Cheers. <laughs> Up next. Is this going to be another shitty husband? I don't know. Am I the asshole for taking money from my wife's fun account to pay for my computer that she broke? Okay. My wife is a stay-at-home mom. She works hard taking care of her kids and maintaining our home. I do what we have agreed is a fair portion of the housework and all of the yard work. She has full access to all of our accounts except for my personal spending account. I put the exact same amount into her personal spending account, but I can only deposit, not withdraw. I love this setup. Mm -hmm. This setup is way better than our first story. I have a home office, but I do not work from home. It is just a place I can go and sit and catch up on anything I might need to from work and also play video games or play with my toys. Oh, I kind of love that for him. I feel like it's so important for people to have their own space in homes. For sure. And this seems so healthy so far. Mm-hmm. And he's like, "It's not just for work, but it's for like me to play with my toys." And I'm like, "King, <laughs> go <laughs> off in your own office." King. Okay. My wife also has a room that is dedicated to her and her hobbies. I love this so far. We
1: love a hobby couple.
0: Yeah. I have asked her multiple times to please leave my room alone. I clean it myself. I take my dishes to the kitchen and either wash them or place them in the dishwasher. I take out my own trash. When I play with my kids in my office, I clean up after all of us. When my wife joins me in my office for video games, I clean up afterwards. There is quite literally no reason for her to do anything in there when I am not in it. I do not have a lock on my door, but I do have my laptop password protected. I like to line up some of my collection of Lego minifigs by my screen on my laptop. I like to imagine that Batman and Spider-Man are watching me work. I know it's silly, but I like it. Stop. I love this guy. He's cute. Okay. For some reason, my wife decided to go clean my office. I guess she needed to move my laptop, so she closed it. Not all the way because my minifigs were in the way. When I came home, she told me what happened. The screen was not working at all. I had to get my old monitor out and hook it up so I could check and see if anything else was busted. It was just the screen. I checked, and it would cost about $250 for parts and labor to replace my screen. So I decided to replace the laptop and use the old one with my monitor for the kids. It was fine other than the non-working screen. The cost to replace my laptop was only $600. Yay, Black Friday. So I took $350 from my account, and I took $250 from the money I was going to deposit into her personal account for December, and I got my new computer. This will in no way affect our budget for anything other than our own personal side projects and hobbies. I was looking forward to getting myself a new Lego set to work on, with my kids over the holidays, but now I will have to rebuild one of my old ones with them, which is also fun. Well, now she is pissed at me because she has to cut back on her fun stuff for December. She likes to have a spa day with her mom, for example. I said that I wasn't responsible for my computer being broken and that she 100% was. She said it was an accident and that I should forgive her. I said I wasn't upset, but that if she felt I should forgive her, then I fully forgive her, but she still has to help pay for a new laptop. Am I the asshole?
1: Um, no. Yeah. I feel like she should help pay. Yeah. But he should not be so resentful. I don't think he's resentful. Or just like, I feel like this is like a man cavey kind of question.
0: Yeah. I actually don't think that he's in the wrong. I don't know. It's like if I went over to my friend's house and I broke something of theirs Mm -hmm. and it cost money to replace it, I would feel obligated to pay the money. Oh, for sure. And he said that it would cost $250 for the parts and labor to just replace the screen. So he just decided to get a full new one. And he was like, OK, I'm going to take 250 from her because that's how much it would have cost. Like the cheapest option would have been. And the rest he paid for himself. I don't know. I think he seems like a good guy. Mm-hmm. And I would just feel so bad not paying for something that I broke. I guess if it was my husband. yeah. I feel like romantic relationships are a little bit different because you're almost in this partnership, and it's a lot of times like what one person does, yeah. both of them are technically doing.
1: Mm-hmm. Especially with money, like people combine bank accounts and stuff. Yeah. But I also think that's a little bit of an antiquated way to do it. Like in modern day, I don't think people are out here combining bank accounts as much. That's true. It just takes longer. Yeah. Yeah. And people like to keep their finances separate because it's like someone may have shady finances Mm -hmm. or whatever the case may be. So I think him pulling from her account isn't like a bad thing. I think like you said, if you went to a friend's house and broke their computer, you would absolutely replace it.
0: Yeah. I feel like the only thing that might be questionable, what I kind of meant by when you're in a romantic relationship or like married and if one person does something you kind of both do I kind of feel the same way with kids like it would be like if his child broke his computer you guys are all family yeah. and if it was completely an accident they shouldn't have to suffer just because they made a mistake or they they caused an accident to happen Mm -hmm. but I also know that a lot of parents would teach their kid that lesson and be like well I get it was an accident that's totally fine but in your life you will make accidents yeah and accidents will happen and even though they're accidents you didn't have malintent you're still gonna have to fix what happened right so i get that too i get that she's feeling like oh it wasn't my fault like i shouldn't have to suffer because of it but it's like you're not suffering just because you have to give up one spa day like you made a mistake you broke something that you didn't mean to break that just happens in life yeah and when you accidentally break something it sucks but sometimes that means that you have to give up one spa day in Mm -hmm. order to fix the thing you accidentally broke
1: and is the spa day really that integral to your well-being like yeah. you can't miss one spa day
0: yeah like, and you did like, it she's like you're mad at me and he's like i'm not mad at you i'm just solving the problem yeah. like we're just equally solving the problem yeah like it's not like he's well he might just be not including this stuff but if everything in the story is factual it's not like he's yelling at her right it's not like he's telling her that he thinks that she did it on purpose like he knows it was an accident but yeah. it still needs to be taken care of
1: exactly and that's on her too.
0: Yeah. And I hope that if he broke something that was hers, he would have the same energy.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, I don't, I don't think there's any asshole behavior going on here. I don't think so either. He's closed. This pizza is good. Mhm.
0: Another marriage. Mm-hmm question okay am i the asshole for asking my husband about how much he saved towards a loan he took from me hi all i 33 female have been married to my husband 35 male for a little over a year we came from very different financial situations i've never had any debt and have support from my family while he an immigrant came here on a student visa and ended up with a lot of credit card and student loan debt these are being charged at a very high percentage so i decided to help him out with a low interest loan from one of my accounts through a bank. Privileged? I know. Anyway, the loan was supposed to be for five years but somehow the terms were set to three years. My husband is supposed to be setting aside money every month to pay the loan at the close date. You cannot pay it monthly. Last night, I, albeit at a bad time, got frustrated that he was talking about spending money on things we don't need and expensive things for his family members' gifts. I asked him about this and how much he had saved towards the loan. He got upset and told me it isn't any of my business and accused me of ruining his night. I know it's a sensitive topic, but as the loaner, I do think I have a right to ask. He ended up telling me that he had saved as much as he could and that he was counting on what I had previously mentioned of taking out an additional loan at the end of the first term to cover what he couldn't save. Here is what worried me. I felt like he's living off this money with the plan to just continue rolling over the debt nearly in full. He's been buying me some expensive gifts and pays a larger portion of the rent, but I am starting to feel like that's me buying things for myself on loan we're now in a fight and he has said no more paying a higher portion of the rent and no more nice gifts but he'll return the money at term and no longer count on my support i feel manipulated and hurt he feels betrayed and angry
1: am i the asshole no like why is he why is he buying nice gifts when he can't afford a loan Mm mm-hmm but I do think this is a common problem, right? Like, people take out loans to pay back loans or, mm-hmm. like, with credit cards, too. People take out more credit cards because they maxed out their other credit card. Right. But then it's just, like, accumulating more and more debt. Yeah. And that's, like, the worst financial decision you can make. Yeah. But it's, like, millions of people are in that situation. Right. Um. So it's hard when she's not. Yeah. Because then it's, like, are they married? Oh, she said they are married. Yeah, they're married. I feel like what's hard about it, though, is not
0: that he has debt. Like, of course many people have debt from student loans or whatever but the fact that he is prioritizing buying expensive gifts for people over paying the loans back I think is the root of the problem. Same. And I get that you still do have to pay for gifts for people so if he was buying reasonable things for people at a reasonable time. Yeah. I get it but if I gave someone a loan and it was affecting my credit score. Right. If it was financially affecting me in any way and then I saw someone spending frivolously while I'm over here working hard and giving loans and yet it's hurting me, I'd be so mad.
1: Yes, but you also can't like think about how many people are in debt and not like student loan debt because that almost doesn't really count, Mm -hmm. but just like credit card debt or whatever. It's like, are you not supposed to go out and like do anything ever because- You know, yeah, you constantly are trying to pay off debt like you can do both. I just think it's like the expensive gifts and like paying more rent. Mm -hmm. I don't think is necessary.
0: No, that's what I mean. Like, I agree that even if you have certain kinds of debts or loans, you are still allowed to
1: spend on personal expenses. But I feel like he's overdoing it. Exactly. And I think that's maybe to make up for some maybe insecurity he has about the fact that his girlfriend or his wife has more money than him.
0: Do you think? But maybe. And like also the fact that she's like, yeah, I'm getting all these gifts, but I'm paying his credit card debt off. So I'm
1: paying for my own gifts. Yeah. I'd be like, this isn't you giving me a gift. It's almost like he's trying to make up for it. Yeah. I just think he has some internal issues maybe to work out. Quite possibly. But like she shouldn't also hold that over his head. I think there's a common ground you need to find here.
0: Yeah. And you're not finding it. I wish they were able to talk about this. I feel like they're spiraling a bit. Mm hmm. Like, why was the first time that we talked about this? Like, why did it turn into a huge fight? And then she's feeling manipulated. He's feeling like he can't trust her and he doesn't have her support. It's like, okay. Yeah. We're talking about a question that was asked. Yeah. Or we're talking about an important matter that we have to work through in our relationship, in our life. Like, you should be able to talk to the person that you're married to about important life matters without it immediately turning into a fight And ending with, we're ignoring each other and we're in a fight now and he can't trust me and I feel manipulated. Like, why did it get to that point? Like, I almost wonder how well they know each other.
1: It sounds more of like a communication problem than a money problem. Yeah. Yeah.
0: And it's like, make boundaries then. Like, instead of being like, you can't do this, like, try to find a common ground Mm -hmm. and be like, okay, so we do have this debt. Why don't we make a small budget over here for gifts and this budget over here for that and then that will still leave you with x amount of dollars to pay off the loan in time
1: yeah you need to sit down come together yes and figure it out because right now you're acting like you're not in this together yes like she's almost acting like this is where i'm not really on her side like she did agree to give him the loan right so you are part of this even if you try to act like it's his problem
0: right yeah that's it That's a hard thing because it's almost like if you give someone a gift, do you have a right to be emotional about how they use it? Almost like if you gave someone like a car as a gift and then they drove it recklessly and crashed it, like are are you entitled to feel sad about that? Because it's a gift; it's no longer yours. Like you gave it to them, and it's completely yours. Yeah. But I'm like, I would feel emotional about that because I feel like it's not appreciated.
1: And a loan like isn't really like I don't know. She helped. No, it's not
0: a gift. You're right. It's yeah. That's the difference between a loan and a gift. you're right. Yeah. Alone is something that's going to be barred and come back to you. Mm-hmm. So I do feel like she has the right to be annoyed or upset about it. Yeah. I just feel like you need to talk more. Yeah. Like Moral I feel of like the story. we need to stop blowing up at our husbands and wives when we try to ask them one question.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Like you're on the same team. Just remember that. And people can compromise. Like I feel like a lot of times in relationships it's like we disagree on this and now we're in a fight. It's like why don't you disagree and see if you can find common ground in instead of groundbreaking yeah (laughs) yeah right instead of blowing up at each other yeah and it's like well I can't change my mind on this or like whatever And it's like we'll talk about it talking does wonders sure does yeah some
1: of you should do it more often
0: (laughs) so true so true wait just like going off of that I you know how some people are like people never change like you can't change people I feel like you can change people not yeah. every person in every setting but I do think that people change every day mm-hmm. like why do we think that people never change I'm like I am a completely different person than who I was a year ago mm-hmm. and especially who I was five years ago 10 years ago so people always change yeah. like I feel like that's why I'm such a proponent of honest communication because I'm yeah. like people change all the time they and do. honest communication is the best way to continue to change for the better and
1: change I feel like. as one yeah change together I think that's why a lot of divorce happens because you're not evolving together yes and you're viewing this person through the lens of like you met them when you were younger maybe. Yeah.
0: Wait, I've been thinking about that and as I like try to manifest my life and like a relationship and a marriage, one of the things I want to manifest is growing together because yeah. everyone changes and people change their minds and whatever and I'm scared that I'm going to fall in love with who someone is now and then they're going to change into someone that maybe I don't like or that yeah. I'm not compatible with even though they are now. So,
1: cuz like it, you can deal with that in friendships too. Yeah,
0: but and in a marriage that's so hard. I know hard. it's so hard. So I'm manifesting when I find the person that I'm meant to be with or whatever, we're going to grow together. Yeah. And yeah, we're going to change and we're going to change
1: our minds. We're going to change them together. Some rough patches? Yes, of course. But communication will bring you together.
0: Yes, and that's just life, okay? <laughs>
1: Pizza break. Pizza
0: break. (laughs) Facts. It's so good. This pizza place slaps. Mm Mm-hmm. Am I the asshole for acting spoiled over inheritance? My wife, female 27, and I, female 26, had our baby a couple of weeks ago. She came a little bit early, and my recovery's been harder than expected, so we decided to wait before letting people come over. My dad, male 57, said that he wanted to see the baby, so we agreed to FaceTime. My stepmom, female 33, invited herself on the call, which annoyed my wife and I, but we didn't have the energy to argue. Stepmom made a comment that I should sort out a will just in case my cancer from when I was little came back, which threw me a bit because it was their first time meeting the baby wow. and she was just talking about me. I said that my wife and I both keep on top of all of the legal stuff and I asked if they had a plan. That's bold yeah. to be meeting your step-granddaughter for the first time be like, by the way, set up a will in case you die.
1: Yeah, what? What? That is not tactful. Like, let
0: them live in the moment goddamn. dad said that should stepmom die first everything would go to him then split between me my nearly two-year-old half-brother and any future children and left it at that then i pointed out that dad is significantly older than stepmom and he went silent stepmom explained that all of dad's stuff and insurance would go to her and when she dies to her children i asked if i was included in any of that and she told me to stop being spoiled i should note that this isn't some huge aristocratic fortune but they're upper middle class and can afford a lot more than anyone else in my family. My wife and I are also solidly middle class so we do alright financially. Then I asked if I could at least have the mountain bike. Dad used to spend thousands on bicycles and there's one we used to work on together when I spent weekends there, especially as a teenager. We even made attachments so that I could ride it with my accessibility needs. Dad told me that he sold it on eBay to make more room when stepmom moved in. Here's where I feel like I could have been acting out of order. I said that it wasn't unfair that his new family got everything when we still have a relationship. He said that stepmom's a stay-at-home mom and they're trying for another baby. Well, I'm planning to go back to work after maternity leave. I said that I'm impressed he's found a way to continue his streak of avoiding child support into his death and hung up. Now I'm feeling like it was unfair as it's his money and stuff and he gets to decide what to do with it.
1: I'm kind of like, I'm a little confused. Okay. So the son isn't getting inheritance.
0: This is a daughter. OP's a woman. Her dad is 57 and married a significantly younger woman and then basically if the stepmom the younger woman dies first op will get inheritance but if the dad dies first which is likely because he's more than 20 years older than her then OP, his daughter, gets nothing.
1: Yeah, that's a little fricked.
0: Yeah. Yikes. It's giving gold digger yeah, from the new wife. For sure. Because why, if you were so family-oriented and you were marrying this guy because you loved him and you wanted to be a part of his family and make a family with him, why would you be so anti giving his children some of his inheritance?
1: And why are you even talking about inheritance when he's only 57? He's not yeah. 82. Yeah.
0: I mean, I get it because it's important, I feel like, because nobody expects to die young, but sometimes it happens. But for her to be bringing it up, like, first of all, this is the wrong setting. Yeah. Completely the wrong setting. If anything, she should be like, wait a few weeks or months or whatever, and... When this new mom is not stressed after just giving childbirth, yeah. maybe be like, oh, by the way, we actually were setting up our will and we heard it's just a good idea financially. It makes your life easier in the long run. So maybe consider doing that at some point. Yeah. Not on the first FaceTime call you have with this
1: newborn baby. That's where it's giving
0: gold digger. Yeah. Like why? Why? Why did she bring it up? I feel like she has secret intentions, but I don't know what they are. I was
1: going to say, is she trying to murder the dad?
0: I think she might be trying to murder the dad. No. I wouldn't be surprised if there was an update in a few months and it was like, my dad mysteriously died. I hope not. They better get on top of that. 33-year-old marrying a 57-year-old, not inherently weird, but if all you're worried about is your will, like, how long have they been together that they already set up this will?
1: I was going to say, like, at 33, are you going to be talking about your will all the time?
0: I hope not i hope i'll be so caught up in the love of my life that i won't even be worrying about it (laughs) yeah this is not let alone bringing it up when i'm meeting my new family members yeah
1: this is not good this
0: is not good at all
1: get out your monocle
0: So top comment, not the asshole. From what you explained, if mom dies, money gets divided between everyone. If dad dies, only mom gets the money and she does what she wants. All I can say is that's a very dumb arrangement, but nothing you can really do about it. Inheritance is honestly dumb and causes so many problems. I remember when my grandma wanted to give me 80K for my inheritance and my mom instead convinced her that it would be better for her taxes to give her all the money and she would make sure I got my share. I got nothing. Well, when my granddad died, I got 40K and my mom didn't get a single cent. I feel like this is another example of money makes you who you truly are. Like when yeah. when a lot of money is on the line, selfish people will continue to be selfish and generous people will continue to be generous. Yeah. Inheritance is risky, but it's not dumb because it has to go somewhere.
1: Has, yeah. And it should go to family. Yeah. Or whoever if you love. In, yeah. Yeah. But... You shouldn't let it, like, ruin your chips, even though it does.
0: I think that's another thing to keep in mind is, like, yeah, it's annoying, and sometimes people make... Decisions about where their money will go, and they're so stupid. Like the decisions they make is like, and what was the reason? Like that doesn't make sense. Yeah. But it's also their decision, right? So if your parents or your grandparents wanted to leave you five dollars or five hundred thousand, it's a gift, and it's up to them. And just because it's your parent or your grandparent doesn't mean you're entitled to it. So I don't think you're being an asshole, but I think you set expectations, and it's not necessarily. Necessarily right to get worked up over them but i see where op is coming from because in her mind this is demonstrating that my dad doesn't care about us as much as he cares about his new family yeah i feel like that's how it feels it's like less about the money and more about oh so you're just gonna give all of your money to this brand new family and give us nothing so that definitely would hurt
1: it's really giving cinderella yes oh my
0: god yep. you're right yikes i hope op doesn't become cinderella <laughs>
1: Sounding like it might happen. Yeah.
0: Okay. So, what's the advice? I think you could talk to your dad about this. I feel like if you went to your dad in a setting where it's calm and you can both be open minded and talk honestly, the stepwife will not be in the room. Yeah. And you can tell your dad how it makes you feel. So don't tell him that he's wrong or that he should do this or that or whatever. Just say, it was brought up. This is how it feels. Can you tell me why you made that decision? And then maybe that will help both of you understand what to do next.
1: And I really think, like you said, she can't be there, the stepmom. No,
0: the stepmom cannot be there. Especially if she's plotting murder right wait was it the wedding episode where someone was murdered yes the lake yes a freaking murder the lake for insurance money or wait we don't actually we don't know why i think he we
1: murdered her came up with that theory on our own but yeah. it tracks
0: yeah i just don't love the vibe of young person marries rich old person and immediately starts making the will just something about that doesn't sit right with no me. and
1: he's not old no
0: he's not old like 57
1: I'm that's like, young you shouldn't Like, yeah, you should obviously have the conversation about the will. Like you said, that's important. No one thinks about it. But she's thinking about it a little too much.
0: (laughs) No, I was thinking that, too, because also even OP is like, when my dad dies, like, I want to get the mountain bike. OP is 27. The dad is 57. Let's say he lives until he's 87. Mm -hmm. Like, are you going to care about this mountain bike when you're 57?
1: That was, Yeah.
0: Like, why would you even ask about the mountain bike? That's so weird. That was weird. It's almost like they're all planning on him dying, like, very soon. (laughs) I know.
1: Is there something we don't know? Yeah.
0: Like, he's 57. And she's like, but when you die, can I have the mountain bike? Like, are you going to care about a mountain bike if your dad Dad lives another 30 years? Like, if you want the mountain bike, just ask him for it now. Yeah. It doesn't make sense to wait until he dies for you to want it.
1: Everyone's focused on the wrong things in this family. (laughs) Yeah, wait, what is going (laughs) on
0: here? It's not. Something's a little off. They're all like. Like oh, he's gonna die, and I want this and that. And it's like he's fifty seven. Yeah. And shouldn't we be using this as our like last resort? right like i would be like scared to even talk about this because i'm like i don't even want to like think about it
1: yeah no don't put it out there
0: yeah exactly bizarre very bizarre i think you need to talk to your dad without the stepmom present
1: yep agreed
0: but don't feel entitled to anything yep. tell him how it makes you feel use i words i feel this. I words yeah. Bring emotion into it exactly that's an interesting dilemma though Side note, how do you feel about paying on dates? Like, who should be paying?
1: Is this offline?
0: I feel like, no, it's online. <laughs> it's, it's very much online.
1: <laughs> I always go for the classic, like, reach for my card move. But I honestly think I've never I've been on one date and it was like a daytime date where he didn't pay. Okay. And at the time I was mad about it. But now looking back, I'm like, it was coffee. Like, oh, that's different. It's different. But someone argued that that's even more affordable. Well, that's that was my thought process at the time. I'm like, it's a 2 p.m. coffee date and it's five dollars and you're not paying for me like. OK, but every other date I've been on, he always pays. Do you mean like first date or like what if you go on like five
0: dates or you start talking to this guy and you guys go out together a lot?
1: Has the relationship been defined? Mm-mm. Then I feel like it's more normal to split. OK, I guess it depends on his job. Not, to, it? not to put that card in there, <laughs> But for instance, the guy I went out with on the daytime date was a lawyer and he oh. talked a lot about his job. So I just felt like, OK, you're making Wait. a lot of money. Sorry. <laughs> That's
0: even more confusing because as a lawyer, you probably have so many clients and you're used to serving your clients.
1: Oh, I didn't think about that. And I would
0: be shook if I went into a lawyer's office and they weren't like, we have a coffee station, water station, feel free. Yeah. So it's like I would think a lawyer would offer you yeah, a drink.
1: One would think. He did pay for the first date and was, like, actually adamant about paying. Yeah. Because sometimes it's a
0: situation. Oh, was that a second date with the yeah. same guy? Yeah. Oh, OK. And then what happened? You guys just, like, both went and got coffee, but you didn't pay with each other?
1: He was like He just, like, went because we were looking at the menu, doing the thing. And then he's like, OK, and then goes. Oh, that's so bizarre. It was
0: so weird. I don't even do that with my friends. I know.
1: No, honestly, like, I've paid for friends. Like, yeah in a coffee situation yeah (laughs) like oh i got it yeah no it was weird i did not go out with him again long story short that is very odd okay yeah and i was like really mad about it at the time (laughs) (laughs) now i'm like whatever i can afford five dollar coffee but like it's the principle yeah yeah what if it was
0: a girl that asks a guy out on a date?
1: Um, like I if a girl is like, hey, want to go get drinks? See, I feel like I've done that too, or I've been the one to suggest the place. Yeah. So what if you
0: ask the guy out though? Like it's it's your first date and it's not just like, you're like, oh, we could go to this place. It's like, do you want to get drinks on Wednesday? And then the guy's like, sure. And you're like, okay, I want to go here. So like you're initiating the whole thing. Should the guy still pay?
1: Yeah. Okay.
0: <laughs> No, Sorry. seriously, I kind of feel this. Well, that one's a little bit maybe of an outlier, but I am so like equality, like mm-hmm. women, everyone is powerful, like guys don't rule the world, whatever. But then I'm like, chivalry, though. Yeah, and on a I first of love date, it.
1: Mm-hmm. I don't think it's old-fashioned to want a guy to pay.
0: Or, like, anti-feminist. Really? I just think it's, like... St- I think it's definitely old-fashioned, but th- that doesn't mean it's bad.
1: Yeah, I don't know. Maybe it is. But you're being courted, in a way. But
0: what if you ask them to go? Then you're courting them.
1: I guess it's different, like living in a city because sometimes a guy's like do you know like a good place for xyz but that's him initiating it it's not you reaching out being like yeah then I hey guess, do you want to do drinks i guess i've never done that then okay but I still don't think I would pay. Okay.
0: Interesting. <laughs> now, I also do think it's weird if, I don't know, it's always a weird thing on, like, the first couple of times you hang out with someone because you're like, let's just be fucking for real. Yeah. Like, I know that you're going to pay. We yeah. both know you're going to pay. So sometimes I'll just be like, not that I go on that many first dates. I've probably been on, like, three. <laughs> I'm like, yeah. but I'll just say thank you. Like, yeah. I'll, I'll be like, thank you for getting that. I could say, oh, I'll Venmo you for that. Oh, and it's like, no. they're not going to ask you to Venmo if they're a polite person. Yeah. And, like, I feel like we all just know what's happening. So, like, I'd rather just say thank you. But I feel like then when you start to hang out with someone more, I feel like even if the relationship isn't defined, but you're like talking or you're you're dating, but you're not like official boyfriend and girlfriend, you're dating because you go on dates and you hang out every week or twice a week or whatever. So during that time, I feel like I would feel really bad if they paid for everything. Same. Like I, I start offering to pay after like a couple times or I'll just like put my card down without them like saying anything. Even if they like
1: insist though. Maybe not
0: insist. But someone that I was talking to recently, they would pay most of the time. And then there would be times where I'm like, I feel so bad. Yeah. and I was like I just want you to know that I'm not a gold digger or like I'm not in it just for your money.
1: Maybe this is where my youngest child comes out because I just like loved being paid for.
0: No I do too <laughs> but I just In feel, any situation. Yeah I do too but I feel bad sometimes. If I care about the person. Yeah. If I care about the person and I know that they work
1: hard and like I don't know. Because like I know I'm still a hard worker. I still make my own money. I can pay for it. Mm-hmm. I'm secure about that on my own but like a man paying for me just makes me feel like I'm being courted yeah I kind of love it too but I'm like doesn't make me not like a feminist or like whatever yeah like, people get so, like, bent out of shape. Like, I need to, like, pay to make a point. And I'm like, well, what point are you making, though? I feel like I'm not, when I pay for someone else, I'm not paying to
0: prove a point. I'm just pay. I guess, no, technically, if you break it down, it would be to prove a point. But the point is just that, like, I care about you, too. Yeah. And I want you to know that I'm not using you for your money. Mm-hmm. And I'm not here just for, like, the free drinks yeah. or the free food. No, I get that. I feel like that's the point that I want to make is, like, I actually care about you and I want you to know that I'm not just like using you
1: yeah I totally get that and if I'm like serious with someone I definitely think I would go half sees more yeah or like pay
0: yeah and I feel like it's different if it's like if you go out to like an activity almost like if you go to like trivia with friends I don't expect the guy that I like to pay for me there yeah but if it's like drinks on a Friday night I feel like it's different
1: and a first date second date it just is different yes totally so totally side note also um you know those people in relationships that like when you're we have been shitting on
0: people (laughs) in relationships today
1: all day um they like as a single person their advice to you about dating is always like just go it's free drinks or it's free food yeah or like it's a free meal and I'm like you are so myopic (laughs) like I I just hate define myopic like short Short sighted, yeah, like you're thinking about one thing, thinking like, about one yeah. thing, and I'm like, that's not, or like people who are just like, just go. And I'm like, as a person in a relationship, you it's easy for you to be like, yeah, just go, it's a free meal. It just sounds so degrading, you know, and it's
0: like, no, it's not too. It's your time and your energy and like sharing yourself with a person, like it's it makeup, is like,
1: it's hair, exactly, it's an outfit, like
0: it's an honor and a privilege to hang out with me. <laughs> Facts, and I'm honest right now, <laughs> yeah, I'm (laughs) You should be. (laughs) No, if you think about that, though, I'm like, that's why I don't want to, like, go on dating apps and just, like, go on first dates with, like, all these people. Because I hear so many stories from girls that are like, oh, he was an asshole in the first five minutes and I wanted to leave. I'm like, that's my worst nightmare. Like that's happened to me. I really don't want to deal with that because it's like, oh, I put on makeup and, like, I pay for it. I pay to get there. Like, I schedule time for you just for you to be an asshole. Like, that sounds horrible to me.
1: Yeah I've like reframed my thinking though to be more about it's an experience and it's yeah. like a funny story. It's a night out on the town. Yeah that's Obviously true. if he's being like insane I would leave. I just haven't had like that it's an experience it's a night out so I've tried to not view first date fails as a fail necessarily yeah. especially if it's like a slow week for me and I'm like I have nothing better to do it's a Wednesday. True. Even if he's not for me like it just was fun to go out and like go to a new bar. Try yeah. And restaurant totally but I'm also someone that just likes doing those things anyway true so I think that factors into it like some people it's a lot to like get themselves to leave the house yeah
0: in a sense and I guess it depends on how far you have to travel and like yeah yeah like you said how busy you are on the other days yeah because I feel like recently when I've been hanging out with people I'm like okay I have so many things that I could be doing that yeah. if I'm hanging out with you like there's a reason why I picked like Tuesday night or whatever yeah. like I have other plans other days or I have stuff to do the other nights exactly
1: but yeah that's a good way to think about it yeah just to not be so pessimistic. Yeah, because I got to a point where I was.
0: Yeah, I'm going off on a dating spiral right now. Or not yeah. spiral, but tangent. I'm. Oh yeah, we did. I'm bringing this on a dating tangent right now
1: but no it was interesting yeah
0: yeah the paying for dates is funny you always see like videos about girls that are like i do the like i half reach for my purse like kind of what you were saying and it's like it's funny that we have to do this when like everyone knows everyone knows yeah Yeah. (laughs) but it's just one of those life things i guess yeah oh let's do an entitled parent oh My dad wants money from a check I received. What should I do? I sold my house last year and bought a bigger home that my parents moved into with me. I'm 30 years old just for context. Anyway, I had an extra 5k in my escrow account and my old mortgage company sent me a check in the mail, but they sent it to my old address. They then sent a letter to my new address, notifying me about the check. I never got that letter because my dad opened it without my knowledge. After he notified me about the letter, I called the company and they sent me the check to the new address. Now my dad wants 1k because he says I wouldn't have even known about the 5k if it weren't for him. Should I give him 1k? What should I do? I feel like I'm being greedy by not giving him the money, but at the same time, It's my money that I was using to pay mortgages and property taxes. I feel like he should be embarrassed asking his daughter for money. But maybe I'm wrong.
1: So he opened your mail and he wants 1K? Yeah. Because he found out about this thing that he had no right to know about in the first place?
0: Yes. dude it's giving blackmail
1: that is not okay
0: i would literally be like what like where do you get off thinking you deserve money that is mine
1: i'm interested to know what their dynamic is in general yeah because i do think a like for a parent to ask you for a thousand dollars shamelessly yeah That seems like it's a little bit of a iffy dynamic. But also her parents are moving into her house.
0: So, like, how are you going to move into your daughter's house and then ask her for $1,000? Like, are you paying rent?
1: I'm guessing not. Yeah,
0: probably not. Sounds
1: like she's doing them a favor. I think the dad is so entitled and
0: you should not give him the money. No. Be like, it's my money. The only reason you knew about it was because we used to live at your address and now we live at my address. Yeah.
1: And you open you open the mail. That's a felony. Actually, it literally is. Yeah. We
0: need the gavel. Felony.
1: You took away my gavel. Right to jail.
0: Directly to jail. <laughs> Do you know that video? Of the guy that's like. No. Oh. I don't <laughs> even know what this guy, what his job is or who he is, but he goes right to jail. He's like driving without a license. Jail. Like, all these like really minor things they'd yeah. be like wearing black to anything not a funeral right to jail right to jail
1: <laughs> that's where this guy needs to be yeah jail jail yeah no he's entitled yeah i don't know how you solve this though because i just think it already sounds like your parents are like a little dependent on you yeah so it would probably be a larger conversation
0: yeah i would probably be like this is money from my escrow account mm-hmm. it should have never been there like yeah. pretend you never whatever saw it. yeah and be like i'm not i just think so so straight up and honest like yeah bffr be freaking for real be like dad let's be real this is my money and you're not entitled to it in this setting like i want to help you if you need help you're moving into my house but like i'm not giving you a thousand dollars for absolutely no reason
1: and yeah what's he gonna do at the end of the day like okay you don't give him the money he'll be annoyed about it for a little but he'll eventually drop it
0: yeah yeah you're still right like what is gonna happen if you say no
1: he's not gonna stomp into your bank and be like drag you there
0: (laughs) no that's actually Actually, like if he went into a bank and found money like in a drawer and he's like, did you know this money was here? Well, now you do. So, like, give me a thousand dollars of it. The bank would be like, sir, that's just simply not your money and you're not going to have any of it. (laughs) (laughs)
1: Calm down, sir.
0: I just think there's a lot of people. I don't want to say they're dumb, (laughs) but I just think a lot of people are severely missing something.
1: (laughs) The wires are loose. Yes. The light bulbs are not screwed on right. But the wires are plugged
0: right in to wherever entitlement comes from. Yeah.
1: Because so people many people. have a people. whole lot of gall. Yeah. I mean, I do too sometimes.
0: I hope I'm not like this. No,
1: I wouldn't do this.
0: Like, I just hope I don't. I'm sure it's happened, but I'm like, do I feel entitled to other people's money? Oh, I don't no. think so. No, no, no. Crazy.
1: Crazy. Communication is key.
0: Yeah. Okay, another entitled family. Member. Am I the asshole if I, 39 female, lied to my brother, 41 male, about my financial situation because I don't want to help him? My husband, 41 male, is a farmer while my brother works in IT. He and his wife, 41 female, always talk about his cute little farm and have never visited it or asked further questions about it. It's not exactly a cute little farm. It's rather two separate larger businesses with several employees which he manages and in which he also works male. Annually. There are also properties he is renting out. I never talked or explained any of that to my brother. He never asked, and both he and his wife have made several comments that showed he is looking down on my husband. Never to my husband's face, though. If it helps, I am also cautious around my sister in law, who has a bit of a spending problem, and my brother, who always enables her. If you look from the outside, we seem like a normal middle class couple. There is nothing fancy about our cars, homes, or activities. Things went to a head last year for the first time, got resolved, and our. That again. My brother and his wife own a home and have a kid, four female. Due to excessive spending, two new cars per year, vacation and five-star resorts each year, etc., they are financially in trouble. My brother asked me if I could help with utilities or the mortgage and he told me he might lose his home. I lied and told him I wouldn't be able to, mostly because of their comments about my husband. I didn't and don't want to help. Also, part of me thinks that if they sold their brand new cars and would buy used ones instead or even. And stop the constant vacations, there wouldn't be any problems at all due to the amount he is asking for. I feel like an asshole, though, as A, it's not my place to judge where they put their money, and B, we could pay off their home and cars and it wouldn't even put a dent in our financial situation. But I still don't want to. So, am I the asshole?
1: Damn. That last couple lines was kind of funny. She's kind of
0: a boss bitch. Yeah. She's like, yes, I can pay off your cars and your house, and I wouldn't even notice that it came out of my bank account, and I'm <laughs> still no. not going to do it.
1: <laughs> it could go either way here because i like to think if i just had money coming out of my eardrums and i had a family member who was struggling like i would do something to help them but he's choosing or they're choosing to go on these five-star resort trips to have these cars like yeah that's on you sweetie
0: i don't think the brother is struggling the brother and his wife are just financially irresponsible
1: they're living beyond their means yeah
0: exactly they're only struggling Because they're dumb with their money Mm -hmm. and they don't prioritize the right things. In which case, no, I would probably not help them because they'll never learn. Exactly. And they're spending frivolously and beyond their means. Like, yes, you totally don't need to judge other people for how they spend their money. But you also don't have to pay their bills when they fuck it up.
1: Yeah. Who was I talking to recently that was like, farmers make bank? And Mm -hmm. I was like, are you sure? (laughs) I think
0: the people that own the farm. Farms make bank. Like maybe like the work hands don't necessarily make bank, but if you own a farm, like the cost of eggs, milk, but
1: you're not profiting off of all of that because you have to give. Don't you have to pay more in taxes if you register as an agricultural uh, organization? I am not fully
0: versed on the agricultural laws (laughs) in the United States. I know you're acting like I know, (laughs) but I just know that a farm is a business, and that's true. Any smart business owner is. Making a profit.
1: I do think there's some middleman there that like ruins farms. I don't think maybe. I'm making that up. But anyway, someone said recently farmers make bank and I'm well, like, Well, this farmer does. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So maybe yeah, I don't know. But anyway, I think they are living beyond their means. Yeah. And they need to rein it in.
0: Yes. Also, if your brother was like the nicest person and he was like, Go farmer, or, like, yeah, supporting you the whole time, building you up. <laughs> Go far- And then he's like, shit, I fucked up. I don't have enough money to pay my mortgage because I wanted a new Tesla. I'd be like, "Okay, I can help you out this time and give you a small loan at this interest rate. And it's going to have to be paid back by this. And this is how much you're going to give me every month. Yeah, I would get it. But he is ripping you apart. He doesn't respect what your husband does. He thinks your husband is just some little cute farmer that doesn't know up from down. Your husband's a badass businessman. Yeah, he's killing it. He's slaying and you're supporting him do that i wouldn't give the time of day to people that are trying to tear me down for my business correct facts facts not for a tesla so if anyone is out there and they're like they just have a stupid little podcast don't come well. to me when you can't pay your mortgage <laughs> Yes. xoxo <laughs> am i the asshole for spending 70 dollars from our joined account my boyfriend and i moved in together about three months ago recently we got a joined account for grocery shopping the plan is we both put in 210 dollars so we have 420 for the entire month a 420 <laughs> <laughs> this weekend we were having a movie marathon at my brother and sister-in-law's and i baked a cake some buns and bought some snacks we were running low on some staple things such as eggs milk and flour so i bought this as well i also bought some spring rolls for an easy dinner as well as a big bag of dates that will last forever and be used for lots of stuff it all came to around 70 dollars today while i was at my brother's and my boyfriend hadn't arrived yet because he didn't feel like watching four movies in a row my boyfriend wrote me a message with just my name not else, He normally never uses my real name unless I've done something real bad. <laughs> I hate that you just said that. Your boyfriend disciplines you for doing something real bad. Like, what? You're an adult. Anyway. <laughs> grow up. Grow up and get a freaking grip. <laughs> (laughs) (laughs) So my heart instantly started beating faster and I felt kind of sick. He then explained, what have you spent $70 on? And I explained that I bought stuff for the weekend as well as some staple stuff. My brother and sister-in-law are providing food as well as snacks and soda. He was going on about it being a lot of money and that he didn't understand how I was even able to spend this much. Has he ever gone to a grocery store? Yeah, what? I explained to him that the prices are crazy right now and that just the milk, eggs, flour and butter had been $14. Oh, my God. That's I would like, expect 14 for all that? I was going to say 30 <laughs> Yeah. Milk, eggs, flour, and butter all for $14? That's like the olden days. Yeah. Please. That's pre-COVID prices. Yeah. Okay. He then wrote that he felt that I was being rude and that I'm not respecting him, which I did not feel applied to my behavior whatsoever. I honestly feel like it was the complete opposite. I am now left with an awful feeling. My parents have always had a dynamic where my dad got mad at my mom when she spent Money. I don't want this dynamic in my relationship, and now I'm kind of afraid that we will end up like that. I realize that $70 is a lot of money, but that's honestly the times we are living in, at least where we live. Am I the asshole for spending the money?
1: No. No. That's also really cheap. Yeah. I go to the store and spend $70 on just butter, girlfriend. no that's so true but no I mean it's all relative to where you live yeah like I just think also like having a shared account for a boyfriend is a little much yeah like I get that you live together but I'm just thinking like I wouldn't even do that if I'm married
0: (laughs) this one girl that I know bought a house and then her girlfriend moved in with her and they do this like they have a shared account where they each put in a certain amount of money every month and then they use that account to pay utilities and and mm. house expenses and food and all that and she said that that works really well for them and they're not married either but they're just yeah. like in a committed relationship and living together yeah so i to feel like their it, own yeah like it It could work, but I don't think it's healthy that your boyfriend is, like, tracking your expenses every time you spend a little more than he wants you to. Like, I don't think that's fair because half of that money is yours.
1: Yeah, and you're, for the food stuff, you're both sharing all of that. Right. So, like, why is he mad?
0: Right. He's
1: enjoying the cake and all that stuff, too, the spring rolls.
0: Yeah, exactly. And, like, is he mad because you're taking some of that food to your brother's house? Your brother is giving you food, too. I don't know I feel like the boyfriend is just a little bit immature and maybe just a yeah. little bit selfish like did he expect you to not contribute to the party like the snacks at the movie marathon party right and he just wanted your brother to pay for all of that and right. you to just pay nothing like I think you're just being a good friend and a good sister and a good team player yeah I do Don't love that your boyfriend is yelling at you for spending money, especially because it's slightly traumatic to you because that's what your parents went through. So if you feel that that's happening, you need to sit your boyfriend down, maybe at the kitchen table. Maybe it's when you guys are having a calm Wednesday night and you're like, hey, I just wanted to talk about the grocery thing. Yeah. Obviously, we have this agreement. I don't know. Did you want me to run that by you first? Like, Obviously, I bought some stuff for the house, some stuff for the movie marathon that we committed to. I don't want you to get upset, but I do also have to tell you that something that's important to me in my relationship is not stressing over money in this way. Yeah. Or not being yelled at by my partner every time I spend money. Right. And is there a way that we can avoid that? And if there's not a way that you can avoid that, I feel like, I mean, I wouldn't want to be with a person who yells at me every time I spend money. No,
1: especially a seven, not trying to act like 70 isn't nothing, but like it could be so much worse in these times at the grocery store. Yeah. I mean, she could have spent easily $200 -hmm. and she went a little over that, you know, that's not nothing. But like, it's also put things in perspective. Yeah.
0: And it's also one time. Yeah. Like, it's not like you're doing this all the time and he's never said anything. Or it's not like he has asked you many times to like give him a heads up when you're spending more or I don't know anything. Like, he's just going straight into being mad the first time it happens. Like, maybe use open and honest communication for once. That's like our theme
1: of the day I think
0: every day I think
1: every day yeah striving to be open and honest exactly with people that are close to us
0: exactly let's end with a joke or something
1: look up dad jokes dad jokes look up money jokes
0: oh yeah money joke pun
1: <laughs> money joke pun okay here we go you guys here we go. Why is money called dough? Oh, this feels like it's easy. Um, no, I don't know. Because
0: we all need it. Need it. K-N-E-E-D-I-T.
1: As a baker, I should have known that.
0: Oh my god, you should have. Damn,
1: I'm a fraud.
0: Why isn't a dime worth as much today as it used to be?
1: Dime.
0: Because dimes have changed. <laughs>
1: <laughs> okay that was a good one to end that on
0: was, in parentheses it said times like, dimes, like times thanks, have yeah. changed <laughs> okay let's wrap it up that was a
1: good one to end yeah, on yeah that was actually funny
0: times have changed <laughs> wow haha uh-huh. I hope this episode was good yeah we really ate pizza in the middle of the episode yeah we did we were on one at some point today so I hope I didn't sound too crazy in this episode
1: same no promises
0: yeah anyway hope you guys liked it Venmoa. cash app us (laughs) if anyone wants to sponsor the podcast we will consider you as a sponsor gladly (laughs) yeah hope you guys liked it love you all thank you guys so much for listening we love you we appreciate you and we'll see you in the next one yes Bye! bye